Okay, so Prediction. This, this piece of paper has been in the envelope for yeah. the last two days, ah. Uh. Okay, okay, Three okay, days. Go. And Douglas is going to read it out. I really... Okay. Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. Like any other day, Douglas is more confident than he should be. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about photo shoots, he said he can offer our Boomerang Tracks winners some tips on how to pose. Because what? I recently attended a photo shoot for yeah. a very atas magazine. Okay. Yeah, so initially I was a bit shocked because this magazine, right, yeah. to get in or to be interviewed, to be uh, invited for a photo shoot, yeah. usually you have to be a socialite or a fashion designer or uh-huh. a super successful business businessman or businesswoman right so I don't know what I was doing there. <laughs> it was a really weird invitation you are successful lah, okay oh, yeah but not at that level and I'm not I'm not known for being glamorous and prestigious right. you know I'm a very simple casual in you know, a man on the street type of guy so uh-huh. they wanted me to pose and I was very afraid I said yo I go to this type of magazines right and they yeah. do the photo shoot yeah. I was afraid they wanted me to be glamorous like Henry Golding oh. right yeah. so I mean I can be a very casual Henry Golding but a lot of similar <laughs> <laughs> why you laugh <laughs> so you know, we've shared a lot of similarities You know, we're Asian Tall, well-built and all that uh, uh-huh. But I don't have <laughs> <laughs> Just get I, to the point, man I don't have any Justin I don't have uh, Henry Golding's clothes And stuff like that So I'm very afraid And I don't have his poise I don't have his um, You know, chiseled chin all. Luckily yeah. The photographer was very understanding He was like Douglas, don't have to pretend You're a supermodel All that You're not Don't uh-huh. worry Sit down Just talk to the interviewer uh-huh. And he will surreptitiously Take photographs from different angles la. Oh. And the interviewer also Was super nice Super kind Asking me about myself And oh. about how I uh, think the comedy scene is uh, growing in Malaysia stuff. Yeah. So it was a very casual chat. I was laughing, she was laughing. The photographer was running here and there, taking yeah. the photographs. Eventually, we got some really natural-looking shots. Oh, I love it! I love when uh, things turn out that way. Then the, for the final one, right? He said, yeah. Douglas, "I want to do a like a, a cover photographer. What's that one called? Yeah, like a like a cover shot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "For that one, I want to take you uh, at a food court." Okay. The food court downstairs because he's like, okay, the food court represents kind of you, you know, you're Malaysian, very colourful, you like to eat. <laughs> oh, nice, nice creative direction. Yeah, so we went down to the to the food court yeah. and then he ordered a nasi ayam for me and there was quite a lot of people there. So it was very colourful. We took a photograph. Yeah. He showed me, hey, very nice lah. Yeah. I think it really worked. But he, he zoomed to one corner. There was clearly one other guy at the food court uh-huh. who didn't want his photograph taken <laughs> because he was covering his face so terang-terang. <laughs> I think maybe he his passport already expired or he's not supposed to be in the country. <laughs> or maybe he just didn't want to be seen with you. <laughs> True also. Fly <laughs> FM. So one of the cool things about our job is that sometimes we get to do photo shoots or yeah. video shoots. <laughs> like, it can be nerve-wracking though. Nerve-wracking but so nice feeling after that because you see the pictures, they turn out nice. Yeah. You get to meet new people, have like these really interesting conversations. I love it. Once I had to do a, not a photo shoot but a video shoot with Deborah Henry. Deborah Henry. Uh, yeah. Okay, for those of you who don't know who Deborah Henry is, where mm-hmm. have you been all this time? <laughs> uh, she Miss Malaysia, Miss Universe, Miss World and all, right? Miss World Malaysia, Miss Universe Malaysia. Now she runs a school for the refugees. Yeah. She's um, super elegant, huh? She is. <laughs> so, the thing is, uh, it, was a, it was a video shoot where we had to interview her. Mm-hmm. So I had to interview her and then we did these extra shots where, you know, we were just walking, talking, kind of like having fun, laughing kind of thing. Can I interrupt you yeah. a bit? Because I remember I had an experience doing a photo shoot with Deborah Henry. Uh-huh. She was so elegant. She's got this thing called a magnetic face. Yes. Right? Yes. It's not correct. just me, uh, it's everyone. Uh. Yes. Yeah, Man, I just kept looking at her face. <laughs> <Yeah>, correct. <laughs> the cameraman was like, Oi, look here. Like. <laughs> 
there's just something about her. I can't look away either when I look at her. It's like it's just like you just want to stare at her yeah. all the time. So we were doing this shoot, and one of the shots we had to walk across the street. Right. Okay. And the shot is really nice. I take like from far. You it's know. Slow motion a bit, ah. No, no, no slow motion. Oh, okay. Like normal. But she looks like she's in slow motion constantly. <laughs> <laughs> so she glides across the street, right? And I'm walking next to her. I'm looking at the video after that. The playback. Yeah. The playback after that, right? And she looks beautiful, like a swan just gliding across the street. I'm next to her. My hands are flailing back and forth, <laughs> walking like you know. And I'm shorter, right? So I'm just going like that, 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 like walking next to her, really roughly. I'm so, like, oh my god. So it was like she was a swan gliding across, yeah. and then this iguana at the back <laughs> trying, trying to photo bomb. I really did look like iguana. Fly FM. So the education ministry is now studying how to address the issue of kids carrying heavy bags to school. Yeah, of course, this does not apply to weightlifting schools. <laughs> <laughs> For that one, the heavier the bag, the better. La. <laughs> now, kids will be really happy to hear this. Education minister says that there might be too many subjects being taught in a mm. day. So students are also sometimes, you know, asked to bring books that don't get used these mm. days, which is very, very true. I remember going to school last time, carrying textbooks I didn't even need. Really? Yeah, we just end up copying whatever we had to copy in a buku latihan from the blackboard wow. or copying directly from the textbook to the buku latihan. <laughs> that was your teacher's fault. Lah, okay? <laughs> it's not a textbook's fault. I, fortunately, yeah. didn't have the problem of carrying a lot of textbooks in my school bag because I was from VI. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> prestigious school, Kiran. Uh, but VI was big enough yeah. uh, so that we didn't have double session schools. We only had right. single session school. Right. Uh, so all of us had our own classrooms mm-hmm. which we didn't have to share with the afternoon session or whatever. La. So nice. So we could keep all our textbooks in our desk. Right. We would keep them all there. Although, yeah, okay, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, the persatuan and the clubs and the societies all yeah. will pinjam the classroom to use for the activities, the events. Oh, so okay. then they will rearrange the desks oh, and that's the chairs. Annoying. Yes. Then the next morning when we get when we sit down, hey, all our desks have been exchanged. <laughs> so I'll, I'll end up with some agama book in my desk. <laughs> and then some math nerd will be like, why got Douglas Dim's literature, poetry, <laughs> nonsense in my desk? But yeah, I think it's good that the ministry is trying to at least address this issue I've seen videos of kids Carrying bags twice their size <laughs> Falling over Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> so cute <laughs> Little penguins You know With big backpacks nah, nah, but Maybe this is the way Life is I know I'm, I'm not being philosophical But you think about it right yeah. You start out as a baby And mm. other people Carry you around right? okay. you can walk Then when you get older, you become a school kid and you got to carry it all. You carry big bags yeah. with all the books. Then as an adult, you carry your job responsibilities. <laughs> then finally, when you're very old, yeah. people carry you again no? because it's hard to walk. It's the circle of life. Chimenya! Carry Chibaba! So according to the education ministry, the number of books that kids carry to school might be reduced mm. because the bags we're carrying is way too heavy. Yeah. So we're wondering if this was an issue with you. Did you have to carry heavy bags in school? We have a couple of voice notes from Des and Connie. So so I used to be quite skinny and small in primary school, right? So whenever my bag gets heavier, I would usually put my textbook in my older sister's bag. Whenever I need to use them, I quickly will go to her class just to take them. So my problem at that time kind of soft. But kasihanlah, my sister had to carry such a heavier bag. So when I was younger, I used to go to a normal kebangsaan school. But later on, I went to an international school and I was like super excited because they had lockers and you know, like kebangsaan school got nothing, right? So I thought, okay lah, no need to carry heavy textbooks every day in my bag anymore. 
But then Jokes on me Because too bad for me My locker was the highest one And I was too short to reach it So cute <laughs> Kesian right But I think I have discovered A pattern Juanita Oh what pattern When you are a kid right uh-huh. You worry about buku text Uh huh Then when you're older, you worry about income tax. Okay. And then when you're even older, you worry about heart attacks. <laughs> It's all about the tax. And then your eyesight starts to go, so you need contact. <laughs> Fly FM. It is time for football updates. <laughs> wow. What's with the accent? Sometimes my Indian part of myself wants to shine, you know. This uh, football update, I yeah. think, is really going to interest you, Anita, because it affects our show. Remember Andrew Lee, the magician oh, mentalist, right. and all. He predicted the uh, score between Arsenal. Arsenal and Wolverhampton Wanderers. Correct. Well, they played early this morning. Yes. And Arsenal, in fact, won the match two-one. Oh. However, it was such a thrilling match. Mm-hmm. If you had predicted, if you someone had told me that yeah. Arsenal was going to win two-one, lah, uh-huh. right? And watching the match, I wouldn't have believed it because really? because. Wolves scored first Arsenal were oh. losing oh. 1-0 yeah. The last minute They no scored way. the equaliser And then in the lastest Lastest minute yeah. They scored the winner Wow You actually made this Sound so interesting <laughs> That I am involved in <laughs> Yeah So uh, This is what they say Liverpool also beat Leeds Trashed them 6-0 Okay uh, So they are in really good form now uh, What's happening over the weekend though Manchester United Are going to play Watford Okay That is going to be Quite interesting to watch Because they got smashed By Watford the last time 4-1 So embarrassing All the MU fans right They're not yeah. Tweet anything Just keep quiet <laughs> <laughs> So this time They're going to want revenge yeah. Manchester City Who are our leaders Are going to play Everton I think City might win mm-hmm. uh, But you know They had a hiccup last week So who knows uh, Chelsea's match is postponed Not sure why huh? I don't know Maybe they're tired or Busy or what la. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not COVID I, I hope not so la. Uh, Brighton Yeah Last week I was very disappointed with them Because they lost to Burnley 3-0 And I was like This is a very rubbish performance Right So I hope they redeem themselves Against Aston Villa Question uh, Which is worse Losing or drawing Uh, Losing of course Is worse Because you get zero points Draw at least you get one point Ah, I see So for this match I have got a fairly confident But also cautious chant (laughs) For the Malaysian Brighton and Hove Albion supporters Let's hear it Alright Brighton and Hove Albion We can be champion But with Aston Villa Gua tension gila We gotta win this one Then we whack everyone Fly FM This man uh, accidentally shut down A whole town's internet Because he wanted his kids to take a break From the internet uh, Is that the real reason or not? Yeah. Was, there, was the town by any chance chance having elections at a time because <laughs> internet has been known to shut down during such times as well <laughs> no, this happened in France all he wanted to do was to get his kids to fall asleep instead of staying up on their phones oh. so he used a signal jammer wow, wow. which shuts down mobile data yeah by the way thing is he didn't know the jammer was so Power, it would block internet access to a neighboring town. Poor guy now faces jail time and a hefty fine because using a signal jammer to this extent is illegal in France. I really hope they understand his predicament and don't send him to jail because he was just trying to be a good father. I feel yes, no, because restrictions on equipment that use frequencies are yeah. very strict. One, no, not just in France, in Malaysia as well. I remember when I first came back from the UK, yeah. uh, I had bought some walkie-talkies. Okay, because they were on massive sale at this place called Dixon's uh, in the UK. Uh huh. 
Uh-huh. Walkie-talkies were very cheap, so I bought it. I brought it back to Malaysia at the airport, Kantoi. Yeah. So they opened it and said, why you got walkie-talkie? So I said, no, I bought it, I got sale. They said, hey, you cannot bring walkie-talkies in Malaysia because oh. I think they were afraid maybe I would use it um, nefariously. <laughs> I don't right. know. Like, I mean, I go into a secure uh, frequency. Right, you intercept. Uh, or police frequency okay, okay. or whatever. So they said, you want to have a CIRIM approval. Right. So I said, how? They said, oh, this one, you must go to the TM lah, to get a CIRIM approval. Uh-huh. So I went to TM. TM said, no, it's not here. You must go to the one in PWTC. Now it's called World Trade Center, lah, right? Right. So then I went there, and then typical Malaysian style of ding donging. Uh-huh. They, they first said, "No, we cannot. Uh, we cannot give you the uh, serum approval here. You need to bring the walkie talkies to us so we can check. Okay. Then we can give you serum approval." Uh-huh. So I went back to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> I went to custom. Excuse me. I need the walkie talkies to bring to serum so they can approve the thing. And they were like, "No, we cannot let the walkie talkies out. You must get the serum <laughs> approval first. I I gave up, like. Actually, <laughs> I keep the walkie talkie, lah. So you went everywhere to try and get your walkie talkie when you could have just gone to Laoyat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought already <laughs> But true lah, true It just shows you uh, How leche it is To live in France Because you actually Need to go out And purchase a signal jammer yeah. To bring down the internet No, in Malaysia No need Just wake up one morning Internet down <laughs> So lucky lah we all Fly FM This guy in France Used a signal jammer To shut the internet down But we in Malaysia Experience this more often Than we like Internet cut lah Water <laughs> so we're asking you for your stories. Good morning, Zamil. Apa cerita tadi? Ah, I was working uh, work from home. Ah, yes. Uh, during the pandemic, lah, right? Yeah, during the lockdown, I was working from home. It's very tight deadlines, very big project, and I didn't get a break at all. Ah, do I? Suddenly, yeah, and suddenly there's a blackout. Oh, why? <laughs> yeah, like so I was so happy. I was so happy there's a blackout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy it's blackout And then I Use my phone lah Go back to the Conference call Hey guys sorry It's a blackout I might not be able To do any work today yeah. And then right. as I sent out The message The power went back on oh. Oh, yeah. how, how long was the yeah. blackout Eventually The blackout was like 10 minutes yeah. But I already told them There's a blackout again And I was really happy I could I could take the emergency uh-huh. So I just uh, Went to the movies lah I watched Shang-Chi <laughs> 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 so they so they, they they don't know that your blackout only lasted 10 minutes. They thought your blackout lasted the entire day. Yeah, I was back in at 6pm. Like, oh guys, I'm back. Uh, <laughs> I hope none of them are listening to you right now. I wonder what story he told his colleagues what? to mask the fact oh, that yeah. he went to watch Shang-Chi. <laughs> and they were like, hey, what happened now? The power outage for eight hours. Or what do you do? Uh? He was like, uh, I went to help some Chinese guy find 10 rings. <laughs> Fly FM. So as a professional stand-up comedian, uh, mm-hmm. I sometimes get very worried when people come to watch my shows yeah. and then they go back and they try and tell my jokes to their friends <laughs> because in my head, like, you're going to get it wrong. I'm a professional. <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. Time. Don't simply take my jokes and tell them because then people will think, "Hey, Douglas' jokes not funny." So, excuse me, I am very funny. You just don't know how to tell them. <laughs> so to help you tell jokes better, this is. <laughs> It's comedy classroom. I will not be sad to see that kid go, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the final topic of this segment, let's talk about joke structure, okay, Wanita? Oh, okay. One of the ways you can structure your jokes, right, is uh-huh. by using the rule of three. You use this one quite often, right? I'm glad you noticed. That's true. Okay, for example, recently I talked about how some fake things are better than real things. Right, so that's your setup. Correct. Okay. Now, I said fake flowers last longer than real flowers. Mm-hmm. Fake guns are safer than real guns. Mm-hmm. And 
And shampoo is better for your hair than real poo. <laughs> That's your punchline. Yeah, nice. You see? One, two and then three. So the rule right. of three works because we're listing things in a quick way. Yeah. yeah. What you do is you establish a pattern, yeah. the first two, and then you break the expectation on the third one. That's why right. all the normal internet jokes in Malaysia yeah. often use the three races yeah. because the rule of three here is great for comedy. Oh, is it? I thought it's because we're a racially aware society that celebrates our differences. Where got such thing? <laughs> Terrible. No, it's all for the jokes, man. Okay, so here's <laughs> another example of using the three races, okay? Okay. You know, Wanita, the three major races here, Chinese, Malay, Indian, actually uh-huh. have many different suku one, you know? The Chinese people have suku Teochew and suku Hokkien. Uh? Uh-huh. The Malay people have suku Minang and the suku Bugis. Uh, while the Indian people have suku Maran. <laughs> <laughs> That's racially aware <laughs> So thank you Now you try uh, Okay People say Malaysia has no seasons right I disagree hmm? We have hot season Rainy season And durian season <laughs> Not bad See you set an expectation uh-huh. And then you broke the pattern Which causes people to be shocked And then they laugh So Yay. now that you know about the rule of three <laughs> Stop telling my jokes huh, people <laughs> This has been <laughs> It's comedy classroom. Fly FM. So an ex-Goldman banker told the US court he bought his Malaysian lover a house in London that cost $10 million. London, of course. Lah. Mm-hmm. He should have bought a house in Nilai or maybe <laughs> Taman Watan Ampang. Much cheaper. This banker is bad with money, man. <laughs> we don't know the full story. He might have bought it as a bribe to keep his secrets or she might have tried to blackmail him. It's still an ongoing case. Uh, what I'm wondering is, how do I convince someone I'm not even in a relationship with anymore to buy me a $10 million house in a country neither of us live in? Uh, well, this, this blackmailing and bribery stuff is very dodgy. Uh, but I have to admit, right? Yeah. I was involved in something similar, but on a much smaller what? scale. On a much smaller scale. Okay, don't judge me yet. This was when I was quite young. See, uh-huh. my my grandfather at the time, right? He had developed a lot of allergies. Okay. And one of the serious allergies was uh, to nuts. Uh. Okay. So my mom, his his daughter, was yeah. very strict with his diet. Was right. Like, no, no, that you cannot eat all this. But he loved to eat kacang. Uh huh. So he would sneakily tell me he would try and bribe me. And I was like, duck, you <laughs> You can buy the kacang for grandpa. I give yeah. you one ringgit. The kacang costs fifty cents. <laughs> right. So he said, if you after you buy the kacang for me, I take you then the fifty cent you keep ah. Oh. That's your bribe lah, kononya. <laughs> so what I did was, I then I reverse blackmail him. Yeah. <laughs> I said no, grandpa. I want two ringgit. If not, I'm telling mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible I do this with children I ask them If they want sweet They have to kiss my cheek first What? Who are these children? <laughs> my nieces and my nephews la. Oh thank what? god man I thought this would be A case of harassment You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot go And do this to children now, Anita. No but I, but I think This this American dude This what uh, a Goldman Sachs fella Yeah I have a funny feeling The guy is lying la. Why? Because in America Only you tell all these Tall tales la, Got scandal Got affair Got bribery And so on and so forth uh-huh. In Malaysia also Investigated what? Nothing only There was one Arab one donation habis cerita like, <laughs> come on who will you believe you believe them or you believe us <laughs> moving swiftly forward <laughs> wait hey, answer for the question you believe them or you believe us hey quiet lah Fly FM so SPM candidates are bashing a Pahang resort for ruining their exams what happened is it because they tak Pahang the question <laughs> <laughs> so these SPM kids where they had a listening test recently and apparently the test involved a real life resort called Salang Sayang in Pahang right. but many of these are uh, students 
students misheard the name so they went on Google review page <laughs> of the resort to vet they said like please change the name to Salam Layang which is what I wrote angry emoji <laughs> and I failed in SPM because of you and then another one never been to this place and I hate it already wow. please change to Salam Nayang now because that's what I put in the test and also terima kasih menyusahkan kami okay. so drama okay students I, I understand uh, and I sympathize I know you're angry but you are blaming the wrong people okay guys <laughs> if you get a calculus question and it's too hard please don't start leaving hateful comments on Newton's Facebook page okay guys he just invented calculus not his fault yeah. but I do understand this feeling of frustration when uh-huh. things don't go well especially during a crucial time like an exam you know yeah. right they they cram so hard and they study and all their focus is on this particular time so more SPM right they've been waiting so long to take the exam yeah it's very high tension one you know yeah. I remember when I took my piano exam which is not that stressful like if uh-huh. you think about it in the grand scheme of things yeah. but uh, usually it's done in a hotel room these piano exams uh-huh. this one I went to uh, had very bad soundproofing Okay. So I could hear construction that was going on outside. Oh, no. They were doing piling, you know, the pile of tung, yeah. tung, tung. The problem is my brain immediately follows their tempo. Yeah, correct. So I'm playing the song, right? Uh-huh. All my songs were slow. Oh, no. Because I, I kept following the stupid piling mere tempo. My yeah. flight of the bumblebee, uh, usually it's like, it was like, what a lazy bumblebee. But this resort, right? They were cool about it. They were even calming the students down and wishing them all the best oh, in their okay. Insta story. Yeah. They joke that maybe the one who invented the questions were there before and couldn't stop thinking about their place. So, <laughs> habis SPM nanti mai, okay? Which was cute. The SPM board should learn from this huh? and next time maybe they ask questions uh-huh. that are popular with their target audience. Because yeah. like, what do these kids know about a resort in Pahang? <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, if your question was, uh, let's say, hey, if BTS mm-hmm. mm, took a train to Busan from Wakanda to enter a PUBG tournament, what would your dream wedding be ah that <laughs> makes sense <laughs> fly fm so these spm students misheard their listening test question they got super angry went <laughs> to this resort's google review page left a lot of angry comments but we're talking about how this can cause a lot of stress sometimes when you mishear stuff right yeah something happened with your friend you were saying we were doing this chinese production so uh-huh. most of the dialogue was in cantonese a bit of mandarin a bit of hokkien here and there yeah But this guy, right? He was sitting there in between takes. He kept saying "broom," "broom," like, yeah, "broom." So I'm like, "Why is he practicing an English word? This is a Chinese drama." Right. So eventually, I go, "Hey, Seng Wan, why you keep saying broom?" It turns out he wasn't saying the word "broom." He was making the noise "broom," "broom," "broom." Oh. So I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> The story is he had gotten a job offer to do a voiceover. Okay. Uh, and uh, he had to do a kereta voice. Okay. Uh, like car noises. Right. So he was practicing the vroom, eh, pin pin and all this. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually I'm like, "Hey, wait a minute. I mean, I don't have that much experience in voiceovers, but even I know that most voiceover studios, we have a sound bank, right, Juanita? Yeah. Which contains all of these sound effects. Why Correct. would you need a human talent to go in and make car noises? <laughs> They make sense." Exactly. So I told Singwan, I said, Hey, I think there's something wrong with this uh, uh, understanding of the whole thing, lah. Uh-huh. And he was like, "Hey, you you call them lah because his English not very good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eventually, we called up the person in charge. Uh-huh. The person wanted him to do character voice, oh. not character <laughs> voice. Can you imagine <laughs> if I didn't tell him, uh, he would have gone in and pee, poo, 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 pee, 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 pee. <laughs> the producer would be like, "What? This guy can speak English, you know? Why his language all cow?" <laughs> 
We have been waiting three days for this. We have Andrew Lee back in the studio with us. Voted Malaysia's number one magician. He's an internationally recognized illusionist and mentalist. Welcome back, Andrew. Thank you. Looking forward to... uh See what's inside the box. Yeah. Taiko. <laughs> Taiko. This week, uh, especially on Friday, major news happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, let me recap first. On Wednesday, Andrew came into the studio. We got our listeners to ask uh, and predict two major events, right, that would happen today. They were football scores for the Arsenal and Wolverhampton game, which happened this morning. Yeah. And also the NST headline. And what happened was you brought in your predictions. This was on Wednesday. Yeah. You put them in an envelope. Mm-hmm. You sealed it correct. Yep. And then, Monita, you signed it as well. We both signed it, yeah. We both signed it. And then you put it in this glass box. Uh-huh. And it's locked in the studio the entire time with the keys at the studio as well. Yeah, yeah. no, the keys actually were around this big fella's waist. His name is Pietro. <laughs> Our boss. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody wants to touch Jake's waist or the key. Right so now. we can vouch for the fact that this box has been unopened. It's been in the studio. Correct. No one has touched it. Yes, correct. But before we get into that, and before we get into, you know, revealing the prediction, whether your prediction was right or wrong, we need to ask you a couple of questions. Have you ever messed up a prediction before? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question. Yeah, so when times it becomes magic, right? Of course, uh, you know, we make multiple predictions and sometimes of course it's it's based on an illusion and yes, sometimes you know, you do make mistakes, mm-hmm. but then of course it's uh, you know, there's always like cover up lah. Right. Yeah. I think you hardly lah, hardly yeah. make mistakes lah by mm. the sounds of it. Have you checked or not whether the prediction was right or wrong? Did you kind of look at the football headlines and also the NSC headlines today? This morning while I was driving here, I definitely uh, take a look at it. And, you did? Uh, yeah, because hey, I, I, told me, I was telling you, yeah, yeah. the Arsenal game was insane. Yeah. If you told me that they had won yeah. 2-1, I'm watching the game like, no way, like, they're losing 1-0 for so long. And last minute, they won 2-1, you know. Very exciting. The NSC headline today also was oh, yeah, massive. Tried. Yeah, so the, the moment war, of truth. Fly. FM. We have Andrew Lee in the studio with us. Voted Malaysia's number one magician. He's an internationally recognized illusionist and mentalist. Welcome back, Andrew. Now, on Wednesday, you came into the studio and we got our listeners to ask request, you yeah. request right, for two major predictions. It was the uh, football match between Arsenal and Wolverhampton, as well as the NSC headline this morning. I don't know if you know this, but the NSC headline today was about the war between Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. So if you predicted this Correct, it would be incredible. Not only that, the KGB want to talk to you, the CIA want to <laughs> yeah. talk to you, everybody's going like, how did this Andrew <laughs> D. Fuller know this? Alright, so are you ready for the moment of truth? I am, are you all ready? Oh, and here comes right. Pietro, the bringer of the box, <laughs> <laughs> the keeper of the keys. The keeper of the keys. <laughs> alright. Alright, so we're opening the box now. Douglas has the key in his hand. You got the okay, key. This, this is happening uh, we, live. Yes. We are also recording this on our social media page. So if you don't yes. believe us, you're yep. going like, you're seeing the car, Listen to the radio like, yeah, you can tell whatever you want. Uh. No, this is happening. Watch it, okay? It's going to be up on your YouTube page. It's going to be on our social medias. We're at Fly from 958. Okay, box is open. So Douglas is removing the envelope from Getting the box. Getting the envelope out. And he's verifying that the signature is still there. Untapped. Yes. Is it? Uh, yeah, Juanita, your signature is still here. The date is still here. Okay, cool. Whip it open. I can't wait. Oh my God. My, si- my signature is here. Yes. It's, so, it's on the paper. Yes. I see it, we see it. Okay, it's on the open. seal. Yeah, it's on the seal. Yeah. So it's, it's not been seal. open. So Douglas is going to drip it open right now. Okay, you can hear the paper. Do I oh, take out the prediction? I'm so excited. So inside the prediction, you can see there's also, it's also sealed behind. Yeah. And you can see there's also the signature right over there. Yeah. In the, the, front, the, part front, of the front part of the envelope over here, right? All right. So you can see the envelope is signed. 
there yeah and of course a piece so of is paper it yellow paper is there the yellow yeah. piece of paper is still inside there uh-huh. so i'm going to do it really slowly going to remove the seal reach inside you can see my fingers are inside right over there and we're going to remove the prediction that's inside over here nothing inside over here you can see the envelope okay so prediction. this this piece of paper has been in the envelope yeah. for the last two days ah uh. okay, okay, three okay, days and Douglas is going to read it out I really Okay I, Andrew Lee Believe that the person reading this Will be wearing a black V-neck t-shirt <gasps> <I'm> a... <laughs> How did he know what you were going to wear? Blue jeans and grey shoes This is exactly what I'm wearing Oh my gosh Can you show your shoes? <laughs> right, you are wearing grey shoes <laughs> What? You don't always wear these shoes. Uh, well, no, I, uh, mo- most of the time I do lah. But still, he, uh, uh, how would he know? Okay, well, uh, Juanita will think of the word numerous, uh, which you did. Yeah, I did. Douglas will do a trick with two matching pairs. Arsenal will score two one. Wolverhampton Wanderers. Whoa, that's right. That was correct. Tenth minute by Huang. Correct lah. Wow. Eighty second minute by Nicholas. Yeah, own goal. Correct. Arsenal for the win. P.S. Kiev residents defiant even as some flee after Russian invasion. It's no way. I just got I got massive goosebumps. You this predicted, was in the headline of the NST online. You predicted everything correct down to a T. How on and earth? And that's been there the entire time on your hands. You ripped the envelope open and of course ah, there you I've have it. I've got massive goosebumps. <laughs> It's like So please understand right We are amazed at the prediction yeah. We are horrified at the war Okay uh, No uh, let's be very, yeah. very very clear here The war is, is is not funny We're not applauding that But the fact that you predicted it I'm still trying to wrap my head around the whole thing Yeah okay? well, We're gonna we're gonna take a breather And come back with Andrew Lee Because I can't believe This just happened Fly FM We have Andrew Lee in the studio with us Voto Malaysia's number one magician He's an internationally recognised illusionist and mentalist And now we know why Because he just proved to us That he could accurately predict two things The football score between Arsenal and Wolverhampton Wanderers 2-1 to mm-hmm. Arsenal Also the war that is happening right now in Ukraine Yeah, I can't believe you predicted the war You can watch the entire thing on our YouTube page And also our socials We're at FlyFM 958 so we want to ask you Andrew what's next for you can you well, predict what's happening to your own life yeah I wish I could so all everything that just happened over here on radio it's only for your entertainment purposes only and, uh, and like previously before I did mention that I do not claim to actually read someone's minds I just mm-hmm. create the illusion of of, of doing that mm-hmm. um, so yeah what's next for me is that I'm actually traveling to LA uh, next again for work and um, I'm booked for more work uh, till 2023 for cruises in Seattle and stuff like that have you been to LA before this? yeah I was uh, before this I came back I was in LA, Vegas and Miami Uh, so yeah during MCO2 I was I was in LA so yeah Mm -hmm. so you've got back to back shows now for the next year Um, is there anyone in particular that you're most looking forward to? Well, I'm actually looking forward to a four months contract uh, happening in July. Uh, that would be like from Seattle to Yokohama, like Japan oh, and nice. all around Alaska. So yeah, that's a pretty exciting one to go to. Right. Yeah. Will you get to stop and travel? Yeah. So every time for like for cruises and stuff like that, yeah. uh, every time we, we dock on port, yeah. uh, we are allowed to visit the country, go and 
do stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for, for comedians, we don't like doing cruise ships because yeah, yeah. for us, right, if we do a bad show, mm-hmm. then the entire time, <laughs> all the passengers are, you see this fellow lousy, this fellow lousy. <laughs> Yuck! Disgusting comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure you won't have that problem. Lah. But, yo, Andrew, thank you so much for coming into the studio. We wish you all the best for your year ahead. You're going to do amazing, I'm sure. Well done. I predict you'll have a wonderful year, actually. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you. Thanks, man. Fly FM. Every Friday, we sum up the biggest news about the stupidest people <laughs> in Champion Minggu ini, and uh, we don't actually mean champions, of course. We are saying it with a big dollop of sarcasm and cinderella because they have done some very questionable things. Are correct, not Juanita? Yes. Number three. A blogger was sentenced to 14 days in jail for punching his brother. I don't understand, man. You are a blogger. <laughs> if you got a problem with your family members, blog about it, lah. Correct or not? <laughs> And if you want to smash something, smash the like button, okay? Don't smash your brother. Champion, champion, champion. 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 Number two. A man posing as a doctor is finally arrested after marrying more than 18 women oh. for their money. I've heard of doctors doing questionable stuff like yeah. IA Suam and all that. <laughs> <laughs> But this guy, uh, you are you are next level. Uh. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, sir, doctor, sir, since you've already gotten on your knees 18 times to marry these 18 women, yeah. I'm sure you wouldn't mind going down on your knees one more time for when the police come and arrest you. <laughs> champion, 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 champion. Number one. This Indonesian badminton fan body shamed our Malaysian badminton player Aaron Chia. So, of course, the netizens are not happy. I don't understand why you're body shaming a badminton player. He's not a bodybuilder, correct or not? <laughs> Nothing to do with his body. So listen here, uh, Machi. You better watch your mouth because if you keep doing this, lucky our player is polite. He didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But some people might just backhand the shuttle into your mouth. Huh? <laughs> champion, champion, champion. And remember, we didn't put you on this list, okay? You put yourself on this list. Oh, yeah. This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekly. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.